Chicago's budget season is in full swing. The city council's been holding public hearings about Mayor Lori Lightfoot's proposed $13 billion spending plan for next year. Aldermen will propose changes and vote on it in the coming weeks. But one advocacy group has a new vision for the city's budget, the people's budget. WBEZ's Esther Yoon-Ji Kang has the story. It's been said that a city's budget reflects its priorities. And if you ask Nikita Brar, Chicago's priorities are off and have been for a while. The way that we've always been funding the city of Chicago is only going to get us the same thing we've been getting, which is not enough for our communities. Brar is executive director of Chicago United for Equity, better known as Q. It's a nonprofit focused on racial equity. Brar says the city's budget does not meet the needs of many of its communities. And part of the reason for that is because the budgeting process is politics as usual. There's nothing about this budget process that we've seen um, in the Lightfoot administration that is fundamentally different in the way in which they make allocations than the daily era. Brar says the current process involves officials starting with last year's budget and adjusting allocations here and there. But instead, she says the city should reflect on the residents' values and goals and ask how it can move resources to achieve those goals. So Brar and her group launched a campaign they call the People's Budget Chicago. We actually began with uh, truly the research question, like, what do people want? If we wanted to build a budget that reflects our priorities in our neighborhoods, what would that budget look like? Over the past two months, Q took to the streets in some of Chicago's most disinvested communities, particularly on the south and west sides, Englewood, Austin, Humboldt Park, Roseland, and Altgeld Gardens, to name a few. They asked residents what their communities need to be safe and thriving. Participants also played an interactive budget game. Q sent us footage from their many outdoor socially distanced events. We'll take one of our tokens and I want you to each place in one of these categories what you think is the most important category. After marking their top priorities, the group was then given 100 wooden tokens representing the city's budget. They were then asked to distribute them on a board across six categories, health, housing, infrastructure, education, community services, and the carceral system, a.k.a. the police. They debated with one another and came to a consensus. In essence, what municipal finance experts call participatory budgeting. So we voted on 22 for health. The city has spent four in comparison. For education, we voted 17. The city has done 10. Okay. Altgeld Gardens resident Laquita Salter played the game when the people's budget came to her far south side neighborhood. She told me learning about how the city spends taxpayers' money unsettled her. I got kind of upset while I was playing the game to see actually um, where the money was going. It's really sad. I don't see how they think that this money should go anywhere other than education, housing, health. That's definitely where the money needs to go. Late last week, Q released the results of the People's Budget discussions in a Facebook Live event. Senior fellow Ivan Arenas crunched the numbers for viewers. Based on those six categories, this is how the communities we visit on the south and west sides would spend every $100 in order to make their communities safe and thriving. The People's Budget called for the city to spend more money on health, housing, and education. And for every $100, they said only seven should be spent on police. 
Arenas then juxtaposed the people's budget against numbers from Mayor Lightfoot's proposed 2021 budget. You'll see health and education are under $9, housing is at $3.25, and the carceral system is the highest at almost $32. Now, it's important to note that the city engaged communities in similar discussions, too. There were virtual town halls, community meetings, and an online survey that got nearly 40,000 responses. That's almost five times the number from last year. But most of those responses came from the north and northwest sides in the loop, not many from the city's black and brown communities. You know, we tried to get the word out the best we could so that people could be engaged from all parts of the city. That's Chicago's budget director, Susie Park. She says the city trained budget ambassadors, reached out to aldermen, and distributed printed surveys in multiple languages. Even with less feedback from black and brown neighborhoods, most respondents in the survey called for moving money from the police to fund other services. Here's Park again. I think this budget does do that. What's happening for 2021 is a $1.2 billion gap in the midst of a pandemic and everything else that's happened in 2020, I think even with that, you know, we tried to carve out investments and prioritize those things that we have heard from our residents are important to them. Park also touts the city's proposed co-responder pilot, where police officers are not the first responders to all emergencies, like those involving mental health issues, for example. She also says bringing more resources to public health, housing, and education won't happen overnight. Realistically, this is going to take time. You know, I think this is not something that, you know, is going to flip in a year. And I think these investments, you know, we need time for these to take root. For Imani Tate, a Westside resident who participated in Q's discussions, those answers from the city are not good enough. But she also says that the people's budget is about something bigger than Mayor Lightfoot or next year's balance sheet. She may not listen to us right now, but that's okay because there are that many more people who are aware of the budget, that many more people that are aware of how it works and what it looks like. We're going to act on this now because I'm tired of her and her shenanigans. Tate encourages Chicagoans to call their aldermen and share their thoughts on the budget. After all, she says, city officials work for the people and not the other way around. Esther Yunji Kang, WBEZ News.